In fact, right now what we're going to do is we're going to do that. We're going to open up the Bible. Vamos a abrir la Biblia. If you have a Bible handy, if you don't, there's some in the back there on the little table. But you can open up your phone. And we're going to go to a place called John. The Gospel according to John, chapter 1, is uh, where we'll be today. Uh, vamos a leer del Evangelio según Juan, capítulo 1. It's in the second half of the Bible. The New Testament is about four books in. And I'm going to get us there in just a minute, but I want you to have your Bibles open and ready to go once we uh, look into those scriptures. So, if I say to you, once upon a time, si les dijera era hace una vez, you would expect after I say that to hear maybe a fairy tale, right? Once upon a time. You might expect me uh, to tell you the story of maybe Cinderella or maybe Little Red Riding Hood. Esperarían un cuento de hadas como de Cenecientas o la Caperucita Roja. Something like that. Once upon a time. If I say to you, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Si les digo, hace mucho tiempo en una galaxia muy, muy lejana, what would you expect? You'd expect to hear a trumpet fanfare, da, 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 or whatever, and you'd maybe see some words scrolling, and you would hope that I would begin to tell you about the latest episode in the Star Wars saga, The Return of a New... No, I don't think that's it. But anyway, you would expect that, right? Esperarían escuchar una fanfarria de trompetas y un nuevo episodio de Guerras de las Galaxias. Those phrases, once upon a time, in a galaxy far, far away. Phrases like that are signals, they're clues that point us to the kind of information that we can expect to follow. Esas frases son indicios de la información que va a seguir. So with that in mind, if I say to you, in the beginning, si les digo en el principio, what would you expect to hear next? ¿Qué esperaría? Well, you would expect, if your ears have been trained by the Bible, if you've been immersed in the scriptures, you would expect from that point on, if I say in the beginning, to hear the story of creation. An account of how the world came to be. Esperarían una historia, una narración de la creación. In fact, if you go to the very first verse of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, what does it say? Que dice Genesis 1, 1? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. En el principio, creó Dios el cielo, los cielos y la tierra. So like a loud, booming echo, we come to this book of John, chapter 1, verse 1. Como un gran echo, vemos en Juan 1, 1 esto. And what does it say? It says, in the beginning, en el principio. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. En el principio ya existe el verbo, y el verbo estaba con Dios, y el verbo era Dios. What we have here in this verse, what we have here in this fourth book of the New Testament, according to the signal that we've got here, what we have here is an account of creation. Según la señal es una narración de la creación. In fact, what we have here is an account of new creation. 
It's about God's plan to take what is old and broken and sick and sinful and twisted and dark in our world and to restore it, to make it brand new. Es una narración de una nueva creación como Dios va a cambiarlo que es quebrantado y pecaminoso. That's what we have here in the gospel according to John. And where does this plan for new creation begin? ¿Dónde comienza este plan de nueva creación? Well, according to what it says here, it begins with this being that John calls the Word. The Word who is with God and the Word who is God. Comienza con ese ser, el verbo que es Dios. And we learn more about the Word in the next verses. Verse 2, versículo 2. He was with God in the beginning. Él estaba con Dios en el principio. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Por medio de él todas las cosas fueron creadas. Sin él nada de lo creado llegó a existir. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. But the darkness has not overcome it. En él estaba la vida. Y la vida era la luz de la humanidad. Esta luz resplandece en las tinieblas. Y las tinieblas no han podido extinguirla. Again, there's an echo here. Hay un echo aquí. If we go back all the way to the book of Genesis at the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, what do we learn? We learn that God created the world by speaking out a word. Dios creó el mundo hablando una palabra, un verbo. And what was that word? The word was, let there be light. Que exista la luz. And when that word came out from God, that word was not just words, it had the power to actually make happen what it was saying, what it was talking about. Tenía poder de, de, de hacer ocurrir lo que hablaba. Let there be light, and there was light. And now John is saying that that word, that power that was behind the words, let there be light, that actually brought light into the world, el poder que estaba detrás de esas palabras que existe la luz, that word has now come and been spoken into the world and that word is not just words it is God himself ese verbo que ha llegado al mundo es Dios mismo it's God himself God the word is spoken communicated into our world and it says he brings life and he brings light, let there be light, to people who are dying in the deadness and darkness of sin. Esto trae luz y vida a los que están en la tinieblas del pecado. And it says the darkness cannot defeat that light that comes from the word that is the communication of God because he is God. Esta luz no se puede derrotar por and then we're told about a man named John who starts to point to that light. And he starts to say, there it is. A un hombre Juan que empieza a señalar la luz. Let's look at verse 6. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. Vino un hombre llamado Juan. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him all men might believe. Juan, Dios lo envió como testigo para dar testimonio, testimonio de la luz a fin de que por medio de él todos creyeran. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. 
Juan no era la luz, sino que vino para dar testimonio de la luz. Now I want to clarify something here. The John that's being talked about here is not John the author of the Gospel of John. No se trata de Juan el autor del Evangelio. This is talking about another John, an important John by the name of John the Baptist. Se trata de Juan el Bautista. We're going to learn more about John the Baptist as we enter into this uh, series of messages. In the coming chapters, we'll hear more about him. Vamos a hablar más de él. But there's something significant here. It's saying that John the Baptist came as a witness to the light, to the word, to the communication and person of God coming into the world. El vino como testimonio, como testigo de la luz. And he pointed it out so that people would believe in this one, believe in the light of this person, of this being, and they would live. Para que todos creyeran, dice. Now what we have here in just now, what, eight verses. In eight compact verses, what we have is the message of the Gospel of John in a nutshell. Tenemos en pocas palabras el mensaje de este libro de Juan. In just eight little verses. And I'm excited because you see today, beginning today, January 2, and going through the winter and spring to Sunday, April 17, Easter Sunday, we are going to go through this gospel, this message of the gospel of John. We're going to be looking at it every single week. Vamos a estar mirando el evangelio de Juan desde ahora hasta el 17 de abril, el domingo de la resurrección. And I am I'm excited beyond measure about that, to dive into this with you. Why? Well, because the more I dive into John, the more I come away blown away by its power. Entre más me sumerjo en Juan, veo su poder. In fact, I had a unique experience uh, about two weeks ago. I had to go up north on the 99. I was driving up to uh, Ripon, and I decided to listen to the Gospel of John on the way, and I listened to the entire Gospel of John on the 99 freeway on the way to Ripon. En camino a Ripon, escuché todo el Evangelio. I had my Bible app, my Bluetooth, my, I was hands-free. I was watching the road, but I was listening to John. And I started with chapter one in Tulare, and I hit chapter 21 at the end around Turlock. Okay, so it takes about two hours. Me llevo dos horas desde Tulare a Turlock escuchar el Evangelio de Juan. Two hours, but what an amazing two hours. If you are doing anything for two hours, cleaning something or organizing something, something that doesn't take much of this but a lot of this, I would highly recommend put on the Gospel of John and listen to it from start to finish you will be amazed. And one of the things I discovered as I was listening and picking up on things, one of the things I heard is that what we have here in the gospel according to John is a true testimony about Jesus. Tenemos aquí un verdadero testimonio acerca de Jesús. He is that word that John is talking about. He is the word that God has spoken into the world because he is God. Jesus es ese verbo. In fact, the word, word in the original language of John is the word logos. In the Greek language, it means logic or, or essence or idea. Jesus is the essence, the logic of God who's come into our world. And this is all about a testimony of him. Se trata un testimonio de Jesús. 
What is that testimony? Well, I think we find it summarized in verses 9 through 13. So look at this with me. Miremos versículos 9 a 13. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Esa luz verdadera la que alumbra a todo ser humano venía a este mundo. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. El que era la luz ya estaba en el mundo, y el mundo fue creado por medio de él, pero el mundo no lo reconoció. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Vino a lo que era suyo, pero los suyos no lo, no lo recibieron. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Mas a cuantos lo recibieron los que creen su nombre les dio el derecho de ser hijos de Dios. Estos no nacen de la sangre, ni por deseos naturales, ni por voluntad humana, sino que nacen de Dios. You know what we have here? You know what we have in these verses? Que tenemos aquí? We have Christmas. Tenemos la Navidad. Verse 9. The light that gives light and life was coming into the world. That's Christmas. La luz vino al mundo. You know what else we have in these verses? We have the life and ministry of Jesus. Tenemos la vida y ministerio de Jesús. He came into the world, but the world didn't recognize him. Vino al mundo, el mundo no lo reconoció. We also have Good Friday here. Tenemos Viernes Santo. He came to that which was his own people and his own people rejected him. They did not receive him. They killed him. Vino a los suyos y no lo recibieron, lo mataron. And you know what else we have in these verses? We have Easter Sunday, the resurrection. También tenemos la resurrección. Why? Because all who did receive him, all who do believe in him, are born again. They're born in a new way. They're born of God, not of a human birth that will end in death, but born of God in order to live forever. Lo que lo reciben son nacidos de Dios para vivir para siempre. The testimony of John, I think, is beautifully summarized in the very next verse, verse 14, versículo 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, literally put his tent among us. We have seen his glory. That's a testimony, by the way. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Y el verbo se hizo hombre habitó entre nosotros y hemos contemplado su gloria, la gloria que corresponde al Hijo unigénito del Padre, lleno de gracia y de verdad. What's the testimony of John? That the word the word who is God has become flesh and become among us. He's lived among us and we've seen his glory. The light that is Jesus has dawned on our world. La luz que es Jesús amaneció en nuestro mundo. And he brings new creation. Light and life to people in darkness because he's full of grace and mercy and compassion. Está lleno de gracia y compasión and he's full of truth. Everything that's good. Everything that's right from God. Él es lleno de la verdad. Why? Because he is God. In the flesh. El Dios hecho hombre. That's the testimony of John. And this Jesus who is God in the flesh, he is before and above 
everything and everyone. Él es anterior y superior a todos y a todo. In fact, that's what John says in verse 15, versículo 15. John, John the Baptist, testifies. He gives a testimony concerning him. He cries out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes before me has surpassed me because he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Juan dio el testimonio de él. El que viene después de mí es superior a mí porque existía antes que yo. Jesus is before and above everyone and everything. That's the testimony we have here. Ese es el testimonio. We have testimony from John, the author of the, of the Gospel of John. We have testimony from John the Baptist. Tenemos testimonio de Juan el Autor y Juan el Batista. And as we go on in this book, as we go on in the coming weeks, what we're going to find is more testimony about Jesus. We're going to find testimony from people who believe in Jesus and they will give an accurate, true testimony about him. Los que creen Jesús van a dar un testimonio atinado. They, they believe in him. They're in the light. They see who he really is. And we're also going to see testimony that's false testimony from people who are in the dark because they don't understand who Jesus is or where he's from. Vamos a ver testimonio falso de los que están en la oscuridad que no entienden a Jesús. But over all of that, you know what we're going to see? We're going to see testimony from Jesus about himself. And that will be the truest testimony of all. Vamos a ver testimonio de Jesús sobre sí mismo. Because here's the thing about Jesus' testimony. What Jesus talks about, he is. Lo que habla, él es. In other words, Jesus doesn't just talk about grace and truth. He is all grace and truth. Grace being the free gift of love from the Father. Él no solo habla de la gracia y la verdad, Él es la gracia y la verdad. He's, he's above, His testimony is, is superior. Uh, look at uh, chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Capítulo 1, 16. From the fullness of His grace, We have all received one blessing after another, literally grace upon grace. En su plenitud todos hemos recibido gracia sobre gracia. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. La ley fue dada por medio de Moisés, mientras que la gracia y la verdad nos han llegado por medio de Jesucristo. In other words, everything before Jesus, the law, the prophets, the Old Testament, coming out of Moses, all of that is giving a testimony that points to Jesus, but Jesus does something more than just point to God. Jesus brings grace and truth from God, and not only that, he brings God himself. Jesús trae gracia y verdad de Dios y Él es Dios. He is the fullest and truest testimony of God because He's God in the flesh. Él es Dios con nosotros. Verse 18. Here it is. No one has ever seen God. Anybody here seen God? No one has estos no nacen de la sangre, dice en 18, dice, a Dios nadie lo ha visto nunca. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only Son who is at the Father's side, has made him known. 
El Hijo Unigénito que es Dios y que vive en unión íntima con el Padre nos lo ha dado a conocer. Literally it's saying that, that the Son who's at the Father's side, who comes out of the Father's heart from the very essence of the Father, he has explained God, exposed God, expressed God. He's given a true, legitimate testimony of God. Él ha dado un testimonio, una expresión de Dios completo. That's the introduction to the gospel of John. Are you blown away? It's like drinking water from a fire hose. So the gospel of John, I think we're going to find, reflects a true testimony about Jesus who is the true testimony about God. Juan refleja un testimonio de Jesús que es un verdadero testimonio de Dios. And that testimony about God is going to help us to see God, to embrace Him, to believe in Him, to connect to Him. Why? So that then we can go and give a true testimony to the world. That we can go and reflect the testimony that we've received. Para que vayamos y reflejemos el testimonio que hemos recibido. And it is my sincere hope, my sincere prayer that over the next 16 weeks or so as we're diving into this Gospel of John that we will experience more of the fullness of Jesus Christ in our lives than ever. Could that be possible? I believe so. Espero que podamos experimentar la plenitud del Señor más que nunca. And so to do that, I want to invite you not just to be able to sit and soak through this series, but to be able to participate actively And as we've done with other book studies, what I'd like to invite you to do is each week to have a reading from John that you can, through the week, read and then come ready on Sunday to hear a message about that reading. Vamos a tener una lectura para que ustedes se preparen entre semanas. So what we got on the back table there, we've got little cards. It's nothing big, but you've got a little card with the reading for the week. Next week's reading will be from John 1, verse 19, through chapter 2, verse 25. In other words, the rest of John chapter 1 and all of chapter 2 for next week that you would especially focus on that. Take a few minutes to meditate on it. And then there are four questions to answer. Después hay cuatro preguntas para contestar sobre la lectura que está indicada en esta tarjeta. And those four questions are going to be the same every week. So you'll get used to answering or looking for those questions. Son las mismas cada semana. What are the four questions? First of all, What are the key words or ideas in this reading? ¿Cuáles son las palabras e ideas clave de esta lectura? So as you're reading through John, I want to encourage you to be looking for terms and concepts that keep popping up, that keep repeating themselves, and I think you will not be disappointed. You're going to find them. Hay palabras, hay conceptos que siempre se repiten. Look for those. What are those in this reading? Secondly, what Old Testament connections are evident as I read. ¿Qué conexiones con el Antiguo Testamento son evidentes? So, as you're reading, if you know anything about the backstory behind Jesus, if you've ever read the Old Testament or you know some of the stories prior to Jesus coming, how do you see John somehow pointing to those? What, what are the evidences that he's pointing to of, of prior Old Testament stories that connect to Jesus. ¿Cómo está señalando Juan uh, historias o, o conceptos del Antiguo Testamento? The third question is what truth 
about Jesus is this reading, proclaiming. What truth is the testimony giving? What, what truth is given testimony here? Okay? ¿Cuál es la verdad de Jesús que proclama esta lectura? Now, I've just said that John is a true testimony about Jesus. And if that's the case, I believe that with every chapter of John, you should be able to find something in that chapter that gives a testimony about who Jesus is. And I don't think you're going to be disappointed. I'm going to predict you won't. Uh, deben encontrar algún testimonio de Jesús en cada capítulo. And finally, the fourth question that I want us to look at every week, this is the big one. What testimony about Jesus can I give? ¿Qué testimonio de Jesús puedo yo dar? In other words, as I absorb this truth about who Jesus is and what he's done and, and where he is in my life, how can I reflect that out? How can I live that out and speak that out and show that forth to people in my life who are struggling and hurting in the darkness, who need the light and life of Jesus? ¿Cómo puedo reflejar esto a personas que están luchando en las tinieblas? Because... I can guarantee you we all have people in our lives who are struggling in the darkness. We all have people in our lives that are just searching for something and they don't even know what it is. But they need something. They need the light and life of Jesus Christ. So my sincere hope is that as we receive more from the fullness of Jesus and from the, the grace and the truth of Jesus, we'll be able to pass on the grace and the truth of Jesus to other people. Espero que podamos recibir y después pasar la gracia y la verdad de Jesús a otros. In fact, uh, our theme for this coming year at Sunrise is going to be your kingdom come. Uh, we talked about that a couple months ago, that the theme for 2022 is your kingdom come. Venga tu reino es el tema del año 2022. So how's that going to happen? Well, I truly believe that that Jesus Christ will come. His kingdom, his new creation will come into our lives and into our community in part as we speak out a true testimony about him. As we share the word who has become flesh with other people. Yo espero que venga el reino y la nueva creación de Jesús mientras nosotros hablamos un nuevo testimonio de Jesús. There's another book that John wrote called Revelation. It's the very last book of the Bible. Apocalipsis es otro libro de Juan. And there's something there that Jesus says in Revelation 3.14 that I think is significant. Apocalipsis 3.14. Jesus says this. These are the words of the Amen the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. Esto dice el amén, el testigo fiel y veraz, el soberano de la creación de Dios. In that verse, Jesus says he is the faithful and true witness. Él es el testigo fiel y veraz. And he says he's the king of all creation. Él es el rey de la creación. Here's the question that John's going to put to us. Do we believe that? Do we believe the testimony of Jesus? Creemos el testimonio de Jesús. If we believe the testimony of Jesus, it ought to radically change our testimony, our words, 
but not just our words or our thoughts or our attitudes. It should change our relationships. It should change our activities. It should change our finances. It should change our priorities. It should change our focus. It should change our everything. Si creemos en Jesús, debe radicalmente cambiar nuestro testimonio, nuestras palabras, acciones, nuestro todo, everything in our lives. Lining up with Jesus. Todo alineándose con Jesús. Everything lining up with the Word. The communication of God in the flesh. Todo alineándose con Jesús, el Verbo, que es Dios, hecho hombre. So I want to invite you to pray with me right now as we, as we dive into this series together. Vamos a orar. Word of God. Living Word of God. You have spoken and you are speaking and you will speak because you are eternal from everlasting to everlasting. Palabra viva de Dios has hablado y hablarás y estás hablando porque eres de eternidad en eternidad Dios. Our world today is looking for evidence Evidence that there is a God. Evidence that God cares. Why doesn't God just show up and change things? Why doesn't God speak anymore? Why doesn't God create a new path forward? These are the questions that people are asking. ¿Por qué no Dios cambia las cosas? ¿Por qué no aparece Dios? And our answer can simply be God has come. God has spoken. God is speaking. Because God has made his dwelling among us through Jesus. Dios ha habitado entre nosotros en Jesús. Heavenly Father, we're just a small group of people here today. But I truly believe you want to do something with us. Something that is way beyond what we could understand. And so we want to be with those who receive Jesus, believe in Jesus. I pray, God, that this can be a totally new year for every person here Pido que, pido que sea un nuevo año para cada persona aquí, que podamos recibir a Jesús, creer en Jesús y experimentar esa nueva vida. And that the beginning of this new year, the new life we would embrace the most would be the person of Jesus Christ. Whether that's someone who has trusted in Jesus for many years or someone in the sound of my voice who has never taken a step of faith. I pray that today could be a, the beginning of light, the light going on in someone's heart, in someone's darkness. Que ilumine tu luz en la oscuridad de alguien hoy. There's someone here today who's saying, I'm crying out for answers. I don't know 
who I am or where I'm going. Lord Jesus Christ, let there be light. Que exista la luz en las personas andando en tinieblas. Let there be light. And change us so that we can tell the world that you are the one who changes everything. Cámbianos para que digamos al mundo que tú eres el que cambias todo. We ask these things in the name that has been there since the beginning. The name above all names. En el nombre que está sobre todo nombre. The name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray and together we say, Amen.